Section 67 of Loss of the Sultana by Chester D. Berry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 67. Hugh Kinzer. I was born in Leesburg, Ohio, on the 4th of October, 1836. Enlisted in the service of the United States at Leesburg, Ohio, on the 16th of August, 1862, in Company E, 50th Ohio Volunteers. Was captured at the Battle of Franklin, Tennessee, on the 30th of November, 1864, and taken to Cahaba, Alabama, where I remained until about the 15th of March, 1865, when I was sent to Vicksburg, Mississippi, to parole camp where I remained about six weeks, and then took passage on the steamer Sultana on the 24th of April, 1865. Landed at Memphis, Tennessee, on the evening of the 26th, and took supper at the soldier's home. The captain was very urgent that all should return soon so as not to be left. But, notwithstanding his orders, about two hundred failed to make their appearance, and were consequently left in Memphis, which, as the sequel proved, was a lucky thing for them. About two o'clock in the morning of the 27th, we pulled out of the coal yard, which is about seven miles above Memphis. The boat was very heavily laden, there being about 2,300 persons on board besides the freight. My messmate and myself occupied a position on the upper deck toward the bow of the boat, just outside of the banister. I was sleeping soundly when, suddenly, I was aroused by the noise of the explosion. I arose to my feet and saw that the smokestacks were both down. I looked below and saw that the boat was on fire. My comrade and I passed down to the lower deck, and the scene that met our eyes and the sounds that greeted our ears are beyond all description. My messmate, Johnny Carr, seized a board and said, I am going to try to get out of this, and then sprang into the water. I watched him as long as he was visible, but he failed to carry out his purpose, and must be numbered as one of the Sultana's victims. I was very weak from my long confinement in prison, but I was a very good swimmer and thought I would take my chances, so sprang into the water and swam a few yards when my strength deserted me so fast that I saw it would be of no avail to continue and turned back. A rope had been thrown over and was hanging by the side of the boat to which two or three poor fellows were hanging. I took hold of this rope and climbed above them. Gradually the hold of each one lessened and they sank in the deep waters below. My own grasp was becoming weak and I was sliding down the same way the others had done when a piece of board came floating down, and with an effort I threw myself upon it, and in an instant someone jumped upon me and said, "'Shove out of here!' By much tact we managed to steer clear of others who were trying to grasp at something to save themselves. One more on the board would have meant death to us all. The current carried us downstream very swiftly, and the glare from the burning boat upon the water blinded us so we could not see the timber along the banks, and in fact the water was so high at this time that the timber was overflowed. We came to a bend in the river, 
and were out of sight of the burning vessel when we discovered there was timber about five or six hundred yards ahead of us and turned to go to it at this point the swift current and dead water formed an eddy and we went whirling around as we were going around a person caught on to our board who said that she was a woman after going around once or twice she let go and floated down on her own board at the same time we floated out of this swift current and swam directly to the timber we succeeded in reaching a tree the top of which was out of the water and my companion climbed upon it while i swam to another one about twelve feet distant while swimming from the eddy to the tree my fingers caught in a substance which proved to be a pair of pants with suspenders on them this was a lucky find for me as i had divested myself of all unnecessary clothing before i jumped into the water when i reached the tree i was too much exhausted to lift myself upon it for some time we had floated about three miles down the river and it was now getting daylight giving me the opportunity of seeing the board which had proved to be so instrumental in saving my life it was a poplar board about eight feet long one foot wide and three-fourths of an inch thick my companion was in great distress as soon as he got out of the water and began to realize something of his condition he was so badly scalded that his face hands and whole body began to blister whether he is living or dead i know not i have never heard from him since the second morning when i left him in the hospital at memphis i do not know his name but his regiment was the 60th Ohio Volunteers. While we were clinging to the tree, we saw in the distance the hull of the Sultana come floating down the river, with a dozen or more boys still clinging to the burning wreck. A mound of earth which had not been overflowed had formed a sort of island, and several of the men from the wreck had floated down and lodged on it and as they discovered the men on the hull of the boat as it came floating down they quickly made a raft of logs and boards and went to their rescue from our position in the tree we watched them go trip after trip until the last man was rescued before they landed the last man on their return trip the hull of the sultana went down its hot iron sending the hissing water and steam to an immense height there were seven boats that came up the river to pick up the unfortunate they spied my companion and i perched in the tree and came to where we were there being a sufficient depth of water to make safe running we were taken back to memphis and placed in a hospital after a day or two of rest i resumed my journey homeward there are many incidents that are deeply fixed in my memory that occurred on that eventful morning but space forbids me to mention them but all of my war experiences of three years including camp march battle and prison there is nothing so fearful as that morning of terrors my present occupation is farming post office address albion nebraska end of section sixty seven